Hello, welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Superman from Speak Now, Taylor's version. And today we are discussing the song Superstar from Fearless, Taylor's version. Superstar is the 18th track on Fearless, Taylor's version. Fearless was originally released on November 11th, 2008, the Platinum version, which includes Superstar, was released on October 26, 2009, and Fearless Taylor's version was released on April 9th, 2021. This song was co-written by Liz Rose. Our girl. Yes. Oh, so many good songs. Mm-hmm. Co-written by Liz Rose. Yeah. Mm. As per setlist.fm, which is my Bible uh, on this <laughs> podcast, this song has yet to be played live. Wow. That is wild, right? I wonder if she will decide to play it as a surprise song on the Eras tour eventually. Interesting. I mean, if she's going to play all her songs eventually as a surprise mm-hmm. song, she should. She should. I hope she does, because mm. I would love to have seen, like, at least a recording of all of her songs. Do you think that she has something against songs that start with super? <laughs> no, I don't. I do think Superman will be played during the surprise song section. Taylor, come on. <laughs> yeah, like so many nights. These are the only two. So many guesses wasted. <laughs> so many guesses wasted on Superman. <laughs> so, Devin, mm. what do you think about Superstar? Mm, well, Superstar, I have to say that I don't really seek this song out, um, but I do enjoy the listen when it comes on. It's it's a nice song with a nice groove. But it does make sense to me, like, why she hasn't played it live yet. I feel like there are just so many better heavy hitters on this album that have a lot more oomph. And I feel like there are other songs on this album that fit this slot of what this song is, you know? Mm, Yeah. I I mean, The Other Side of the Door comes on right after this. If you're not shuffling, it comes right on after Mm -hmm. after Superstar. And it's just such a change in pace. And you're just like, oh my god, this bop. (laughs) And uh, and so it's just like, yeah, I understand that it wasn't on the original album, and I kind of get that. Yeah. I also get why it was, you know, on the deluxe track, and then also, like, what was it that made her want to release it on the deluxe track? And I'm sure Gossip Gab will have some stuff to say about that. It feels very Gilmore Girls to me. Interesting. A little bit. Like, <laughs> it, would be, it would be playing during, like, the sad montage of a rom-com or whatever, you know, like, when... <laughs> When, you know, Rory is, like, looking out a window and the rain is pouring and it's like, Dim the <laughs> I guess it could work. Like, and then, you know, it passes off to the guy who's, you know, in a Have bar, in a bar playing guitar. Have One episode. Yeah, I was yes. going to say. A singular, singular episode. But it does have that rom-com vibe to yeah. it. It does. Yeah, but, like, the sad part of the rom-com. Yeah. You know, where she's, like, pining and longing, and then he's off, like, doing his cool thing, but then, like, he kind of looks into the audience and doesn't see her, mm. you know? Because, wow, look at you writing you your know, rom-com. Yeah, you. I could thank see that. Thank you. He's, and he, he's, like, happy, 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 and then he looks, and then he gets that moment of sadness. And then the drummer guy is like, come on, dude, what are you doing? And he goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, and he gets back to it. Yeah, that, that is. That moment a, in every rom-com. Yep. No, well, not every rom-com, but ones where there's someone in a band. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> 
I really love the guitar lick in the beginning mm-hmm. that kind of plays throughout the whole song. It's very nice and soothing. Her voice is very mellow and dreamy, yeah. which I think reflects the production as well as the lyrics. The lyrics are also super dreamy. I mean, it's basically just a song about her wanting this guy to recognize her and see her because she sees him and and wants to be with him and wants her to say, I can't take my eyes off of you Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff, but I'm just one of those other girls in the crowd screaming your name, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so so interesting and i i really like the shift too of the of the feeling kind of into the bridge Mm -hmm. it it modulates and her vocals like pick up a notch in intensity and Mm -hmm. it's really really nice but then it mellows back down into the chorus and it's it gets back into that like ah you know Mm -hmm. it's really interesting too to hear this song now yeah (laughs) With who Taylor has become Mm -hmm. and how this song is just so not her anymore. And to know that, like, she is the superstar for a lot of people. Yes. And there are probably bajillions of people in the crowds of the Eras tour who have this feeling about her from this song. Overall, just a, a very nice, cute song, but melancholy, dreamy, wistful. It's It's nice. Yeah. Gab, what do you think of Superstar? I would say Superstar is definitely one of Taylor's lesser known songs. Mm. And I kind of think that's for a reason. Like, I just think it's not that strong compared to most of her discography. Right. Despite that, there is a lot about it that I like. I also really like that guitar intro and riff. Mm -hmm. I think that the chorus melody is very catchy. Some of the lyrics in this song are really great. I love the... I'm no one special, just another wide-eyed girl who's desperately in love with Mm. you. Like, that's just such a good, like, young Taylor line. It's very classic. I love the bridge, especially, like, what you said about the, like, notch up in intensity. I think that there's a lot more, like, emotion in her song, Mm. in her voice there. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially as she sings, I'm invisible and everyone knows who you are. Yeah. I think that... In Taylor's version, Taylor actually was really able to keep that emotion in that line, Mm -hmm. mirroring the original, which I really like. Yeah. Because I think it's sometimes hard to keep that kind of raw emotion from when you were, you know, 17, 18 to in your 30s. Um, And I think it really works. I think this song is really special because, you know, it just captures such a rare moment in Taylor's life where she was the less famous person Mm. in a crush or relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, it's such a specific short moment in time. And I'm so glad that we have songs like this that capture that Mm. moment because Taylor would never and will never feel that way again. So it's so, these songs are very rare because of that. You know, it's like a sliver of like four years if we don't count like her writing songs when she was like really a kid, but Mm -hmm. like writing songs and having them released. It's a very short amount of time where Taylor might not be the most famous person in a relationship. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But like she may still feel that way. Totally. She may still feel that way. About somebody. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, not necessarily in like a a romantic sense, but like for Bon Iver, like wanting wanting to work with him and thinking that he's more of a superstar than she is. That's true. There's probably always still like an element of that. Mm -hmm. But I think when it comes to like a crush or romantic way, I feel like it will never be like that again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even currently. Yeah. She's, I'd say, the biggest star in the world. I I would put money down. Right? I mean, like, even people who've been around longer, you know, like your Paul McCartney's, Mm -hmm. who are huge, huge stars and everyone knows who they are, people, crowds don't wait 
like tons and tons of people don't like shut down streets for him anymore. You know what I mean? Anymore. It yeah, was anymore. like that. Yeah. It absolutely was like that, but anymore. So it's interesting yeah. where she is right now. She is a superstar, the superstar. She is the superstar. Yeah. 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 I think that the fact that these songs exist are important mm-hmm. because of like it shows that idea and it shows, you know, we we have all all of Taylor's life thus far basically in song. Yeah. And it's cool to like see that trajectory and how like this is the only time something like this could have ever she could have ever really felt that way. Yeah. You know? Oh wow. Yeah. Devin, mm-hmm. do you relate to Superstar? Oh no, guys. <laughs> Devin has this like smile laugh on his face that's like he's gonna say something like a little full Ridiculous. of himself. Yeah. 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 And probably something from high school. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I can relate to this song mm. too, too well, but oh, no. I know I was definitely the superstar to girls in high school, wow. for sure. Wow. I mean, come on, I was the lead in all the shows. <laughs> I was Danny Zuko in Greece. Wow. I mean, come on. Like, wow. obviously, girls were probably thinking this about me. Oh, yeah. And You're going I'll, there. They'll, I'll never know who they are. It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad, but true. The the price of fame. Oh my right? god. The <laughs> eye rolls I'm doing, guys. <laughs> Can't with you. But currently, currently I cannot really relate. Gab, can you relate? I relate to the lyric, give me a photograph to hang on my wall, mm. as I had many celebrity crushes growing up. And I did rip photos out of magazines and hang them on my wall. Ah, yes. I had an entire celebrity crush wall collage. Ah. My poor mother allowed me to use scotch tape on my wall. I don't really think she allowed it. I think she just, it happened, and then she gave up caring about the walls. Um, (laughs) I did have to take them all down. They did get repainted, but I did take all that tape and stickers off myself. Yeah, I had this collage wall featuring you know the likes of like zach efron Courtney oh. blue adrian grenier i don't think you say his name like that and <laughs> patrick dempsey among others <laughs> ewan mcgregor oh yeah yeah ewan mcgregor that was a definitely i can't believe you forgot Adam Pascal. oh I, I also just want to uh have a shout out to our follower who commented about uh, ewan mcgregor on our last superman post <laughs> wow that's two in a row yeah that was great Two in a row where we are talking about Ian McGregor. Wow. I mean. <laughs> he is a Superman he is. superstar. He is. Oh my God. No one tell him. I'm oh my God. Oh, Ian McGregor, if you ever hear this. He was my first Gab says crush. hi. We already talked about that. Gab says hi. And Adam Pascal and Rent. Oh. Another early So crush. dreamy. They were definitely. Long hair, Adam Pascal. Yeah, which like I'm not generally like a long hair. Uh, no, but that type. Uh, but it's very good looking yeah. guy. Yeah, Heath Ledger. Oh, really. oh, long hair, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. I always had a thing for Denzel Washington. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just you know, well, I had a lot of celebrity crushes. I liked like Mine the was... like like sage like like wise. I don't know person who could like save you in a fantasy mm. world kind of a thing. Yeah, sure, sure, I was sure. Into that, yeah. What, like Heath Ledger in A Knight's Tale? That yeah, Heath or uh, Viggo Mortensen oh. as Aragorn. Oh, yeah. Like, I was an Aragorn girl. Please. Now I'm a Gimli girl. <laughs> get, get no, out. I guess I'm a Legolas girl, because I married you. Oh. 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 Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take Legolas. Yeah. Oh, well. Mine, mine, mine was Emma Watson. Oh, yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Totally. Mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. 
Anyway. Those are my those are my celebrity crushes. You've married a superstar. Oh my god, so. I'm so lucky. You wow. know what? You've married a superstar too. Yeah. Maybe not fame wise, yeah. but I am a superstar. Hey. <laughs> well now we get to the segment of Gossip. The hidden message in the original Fearless Platinum Edition liner notes for Superstar was, I'll never tell. Ooh. So mysterious. Wow. Also really cool that the Platinum Edition songs still had liner notes. Yeah. Secret messages. That's not common in later albums. The original demo for Superstar, which you can find on YouTube, one of the original lyrics in the bridge was, I know that you were born in Arkansas instead of I'm invisible and everyone knows who you are. Interesting. So, internet sleuths believe that this song is about country singer Joe Nichols, who I had never heard of, but he was born and raised in Arkansas, was popular in country music during the Fearless era, and he and Taylor both performed in a country music festival in 2008, which would be right around that time. Okay. Some people believe it's about Jake Owen, who we did talked about Taylor's rumored to have written Sparks Fly About after opening for him. In a bar, Ooh. which fits with the you play in bars lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and mm. she did have a crush on him. Yeah. That's documented. Indeed. And they're both in country music. Indeed. However, before doing research today on this mm. song, I always thought that this song was about Joe Jonas oh. because of, you know, the timing of when they dated and that the Jonas Brothers were slightly more mainstream, at least in pop. After their first album was released, then Taylor's debut, it was really with Fearless that Taylor became more of a household name. So at this time, the Jonas Brothers, you know, Year 3000 had come out, and then their album also had, like, S.O.S., which was a pretty Mm -hmm. big hit, and I think When You Look Me in the Eyes, I think, was on that album. So I'd say that they were probably more known in, like, mainstream ways than Taylor at that time. You know, she was definitely big in the country world. Yeah. But yeah, so the... Brief moment that Taylor and Joe dated, he could have been the subject of this song. Mm, and mm-hmm. it really fits. Mm-hmm. I think that even if he wasn't the original inspiration for the song, because I think the song might have been written before then, yeah. it's possible that dating him might have affected the song or caused Taylor to release it. Interesting. Because we know from documented quotes and things that Forever and Always about their breakup was one of the last songs she added to Fearless, so it was Fresh Breakup. Right. And it could be a year later releasing the platinum version, knowing how good the album did. Yeah. Putting this song out there now, it felt a little different, like she could. Or... <sighs> but I think a lot of that stuff with the platinum also was like Big Machine being like, okay, what are the best songs you have left? Oh, this one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it was so early in her career, there was still a lot, a lot of management involvement. Right. Especially that was her first, like, huge album. Right. Yeah. And Platinum. I mean, that's massive. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't think it is about Joe Jonas originally because of that Arkansas lyric, he was not born in Arkansas, I still feel like that some of it might have influenced that. Mm. And also that lyric that came in, I'm invisible and everyone knows who you are. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Which could be, you know, literal. It could also be just like, you know, Taylor has songs where she's talked about feeling invisible before. Mm -hmm. So it could be an internalized feeling as well. And it could also be about a crush that we don't know about, right? It doesn't have to be someone she dated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which these guys weren't 
earlier that I listed. She didn't date them. She had crushes. Just crushes, right. Yeah. Also, the, like, you play in bars lyric didn't really work for the Jonas Brothers coming up. Like, sure. I'm pretty sure Nick was, like, they were, like, 16. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Teenagers. I don't think that they played in bars as they were on their rise. Uh-huh. You know, they were all wearing their purity rings, and, like, the Year 2000 video was being played on Disney Channel, like, every commercial break. Yep. So... So good. And I was watching it all. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> Devin, mm-hmm. what's your favorite line in Superstar? I really like, when my world wakes up today, you'll be in another town. Ooh. Ooh. You know, like, yeah. she's dreaming about him and everything, and then she has to wake up, and the world wakes up around her, and he's gone. And he's touring. He's touring. He's in mm-hmm. He's in London, and, and you're not here. Oh, come back to oh, here. <laughs> oh, connection, maybe? Well, that came out much later, but, mm. you know, similar feelings, vibes, mm. maybe. Mm. 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 But, yeah, I really like that line. What about you, Gab? What's your favorite line? I love, and especially it's the way she sings it. It's mm-hmm. the emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm invisible, and everyone knows who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good line. It's emotional. It's also just like Taylor Swift wrote that lyric. Like yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, the Taylor yeah. Swift. And I feel like it's like that's flipped on its head almost in her life. Now. Now. Yeah. For you sure. know, which is it's interesting. And I feel yeah. like that could have been a lyric written by, you know, Joe Alwyn. Joe. Yeah, I was just <laughs> Sorry, about to say. Joe. <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm like, does Joe did Joe feel that way? Yeah. Could be. Could be. We'll never know. Nope. Unless he writes a tell all. Which he never will because he knows we're not his doing privacy. A, we're not doing a podcast about his songs. No. So. Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. From one to ten photographs to hang on my wall, mm. what do you give Superstar? I think that I am going to give Superstar four photographs to hang on my wall. Did, did, was that your guess for me? I'm also giving it four photographs to hang on my wall. Oh, wow. I like how we've been quite aligned. Yeah, very aligned. So I was scared you weren't going to say the truth. That's why I was saying you can say what you feel. So, I mean, it's as I said, it's a nice song. Mm. You know, it's very nice. That's all I kind of feel in it. Yeah. I think what bumps it up even more for me is the bridge. I I like the change in that. I don't really listen to it a lot. So this one, I think, is a four for me. Yeah, it's a four for me as well. There's a lot to it I like. There's a lot to it that's unique and interesting. It's just not a favorite. It's not one I really go to to listen. Um, And in the grand scheme of her entire discography, it definitely falls lower on the list for me. For sure. Yeah. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. What celebrity crush did you have where you hung their photograph on your wall? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when the year 3000 came out on Disney Channel? Wow. Wow. Let us know. Mm. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, and thank you to our newest patron, Zolly Grace. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Sweet Nothing from Midnight's. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>